Hello, 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 my soul friends, and welcome to this episode of Shine Your Soul Light podcast, sharing the voices of visionaries who are leading in the golden age. My name is Mary Gooden. I will be your host. My mission is to support others in aligning and defining with their ever-evolving mission. I do so with courage and authenticity as the heart of humanity. I ask that we all just take a moment of silence and stillness closing the eyes and opening the heart. May we anchor in love, compassion, and grace. And may we receive the wisdom and guidance. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So joining me on this fabulous episode is one of the co-authors in the book that we just launched, Prosperity Codes. Lisa Blair is sharing tonight as a number one international best-selling author. She combines her love of the law of attraction, gratitude and abundance with her passion for health, wellness and conscious living. Formerly a journalist, editor and radio broadcaster, as well as a PR manager, she now spends her days inspiring others as a manifestation muse. I love that, Lisa. I love it. I love it. I love it. Tell our audience a little bit more about uh, who you are, where you're joining us from, and what really is the deepest essence of your mission and purpose. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much. It's so beautiful to be here. Oh, boy. Uh, Well, I'm coming in from the beautiful Sunshine Coast in Queensland in Australia. So if uh, the listeners aren't completely familiar with Australia, that's the East Coast and sort of towards the top, but not the very top. It's very tropical up there. Uh, Right here, right now we're in autumn, but uh, the sun is shining and the sky is blue and the garden outside that I'm looking at is just filled with life and beauty. So yeah, it's very, very special. Uh, Oh, my essence, my purpose, what I love to do, what lights me up is to support others to to shine, just to shine their true light, to really know that anything is possible, that we can manifest the life of our dreams, that we can live our authentic self, like live to be our authentic selves and to uh, be unapologetic about it. Big word, anyway. (laughs) It is a big word, but it's a necessary one that we... Mm -hmm keep practicing saying it because for so long, as most of us know, we've been hushed. <laughs> yes, exactly. And even myself, I, I, I try to catch myself and, and I see it in my 18 year old daughter, but this constant thought that we have to apologize mm-hmm. yeah. has been just really driven into our, our, our everything. Um, you know, if somebody seems dissatisfied with something, there's that constant feeling the need to apologize. It's, uh, Mm -hmm. it's interesting, but true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then we, and then we hold ourselves back from saying what we really want to say and being who we really want to be as a result. Mm. And so it is begins the, the covering of the light, the covering of the essence the, I better not do that. I better not say that. I better not be that because somebody's not going to like it. And oh, mm. the shame game. Yes, that's the biggest yeah. one. Uh, what what will people think? What will they think of me? What will they say? And it's like, no. 
you know, and I love to talk about it because, and I know it's, you know, for you and I, it's like, we're always talking about it. And I think even for our listeners and uh, people out in, in the land of the third dimension, they're always hearing it, but not receiving it. Because mm. like, I can even think back to times when I was playing the three-dimensional game and I would hear all, all of it too. I would hear it all, but I wouldn't act on it. Yes. I would just take it in as the modern saying, like yes. no pain, no gain, or, you know, yes. suffering is life. <laughs> oh, crazy. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> oh, I want to quote something out of this uh, this uh, chapter that you wrote because I just it keeps wanting to move through and uh, I love this you as the manifestation muse and I know this is this encompasses your your practices and your wisdom with working with the law of attraction but I want to share this with the audience I just have to our job is to focus on the what and the now while the universe takes care of the when and how. And so when I was reading that today, it's powerful, Lisa. It's so mm -hmm. powerful. And I'm, I'm really glad that I read it today. I'm really glad that you shared it. And uh, this really flows along with the idea of, of being coded to prosperity. So for those of you that haven't read the book, there's going to be a link to purchase the book in the show notes. So don't you worry about a thing. Uh, you're going to get to read Lisa's chapter. Um, but tell us, tell me a little bit more, tell the listeners a little bit more about this pivotal moment in your life where, where you decided to, you know what, it's my time to be, to be the muse. It's my time to, to step into my wholeness and share it with others. Mm, yeah, beautiful. Wow. Well, it, you know, like anything, it has been a journey. It hasn't been, probably hasn't been one pivotal moment, probably several along the way that kind of kept kept me on that road and, uh, and got me there eventually. What particularly changed for me uh, as a foundation to all of this was I joined uh, an online business community, which has an incredible focus on freedom. So freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom of, you know, your self-expression. So for me, that was huge because it beautifully brings together ways you can create an income online to get paid to be yourself in this new, new era of doing digital business, especially the last couple of years where we've had to move online for, for just about everything. Uh, so it combines that side alongside the personal and spiritual growth side. So it brings those elements in as well. And so we've worked on things like smashing through limiting beliefs around our self-worth, around our money stories, around um, the things that we are conditioned to believe through growing up and going to school and you've got to do everything the same as everyone else and you've got to finish the assignment by the same deadline and you've got to sit the test on the same day and so we take on that programming and that's how we live our lives it's like I've got to be like everyone else I've got to do it this way instead of I'm not like that I I feel energy I'm emotional and and why can't I be that person? What's wrong with that? And so, you know, for so long, I held those side, that, that side of me and those elements of me inside. 
which I think we all do because we kind of go, oh, I can't be different. Um, I can't, you know, self-express or, or show people who I truly am. I'll just go along with what everyone else is saying or doing. So to come through all of that with all the, the beautiful support and mentoring that I received from this community, um, I started to navigate what it was I wanted to do and who I wanted to be seen as in this world. And I had been, you know, Lisa the wife, Lisa the mum, Lisa the, the journalist and all those things. And I was like, well, who am I really? And, and what, what am I here to make a difference in? And I discovered that I was having an incredible experience with manifestation both good and bad. <laughs> I've certainly manifested things that I didn't want, but using the same law of attraction principle because I was focusing on the wrong things but didn't realise it and realised how good I was at it. Uh, that made me kind of course correct and go, okay, I want to really dive into this and learn more of it. So I started studying, started doing the courses. I'm actually going to become a certified um law of attraction coach through the inspired spirit coaching academy this year which is also exciting because i'm kind of going i'm doing all this stuff but uh, i don't have that piece of paper to say that i've done all that but soon i will now so <laughs> maybe i'll feel a little bit better i don't know but um yeah it was very much kind of re receiving all of that taking that on board and as to how the muse part came about that was working with a personal branding coach and uh we we had all these different words because i said i want to be that person who inspires people about their manifestation i don't want to be that you know telling them how to do it but i want to inspire them so that they discover their way again let's all be unique let's not follow a formula let's let's do what works best for us and interestingly at the same time i only found out in the last year about my birth father and he's Greek. And so my heritage on that side of my family is Greek. And I've, I've never really known that. I've had a few clues, but it's all been a hush-hush thing. So I didn't know for sure what it was. And so when I discovered that, and I thought about the Greek muses, you know, they were there to inspire. And I went, that's the word. There's just no doubt about it. It was, it was the word. So became the manifestation muse. And it's just been, yeah amazing and an upward sort of journey since then it's so much fun to step into your own shoes uh, congratulations first of all on completing that that law of attraction course and and feeling the fullness of you know sometimes i believe the certificates are, are still part of an old paradigm and an old yes. energy but uh, there's still something to it when we celebrate it right there's still something mm -hmm. to it is that we're celebrating it and I think it was so impressive how you reminded us how important it is to link in with your tribe. We talked about this uh, in an earlier episode that it's so important that when you're you're ready to go uh, go forward in the mission that you get really particular and make sure that you're landing with the right people because we can quickly fall back into that trap like you were saying the fear of not showing up the the fear you know we've been put in that box since the moment we took our first breath and so even though we're screaming to get out there's still that that fear of acceptance and one of the easiest ways i believe to start uncovering the light as you shared is getting into a place that 
that feels familiar or that people are even saying the same words that you're using. And yes. sure, you might find some, some false entities in there. That's everywhere. But mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, as Lisa has expressed, it's going to be more encouraging. It's going to help your flower, you know, imagine a rose budding with the whole, with the whole tribe, the, mm -hmm. the energy, the synergy there, as opposed to just being the singular rose and just hoping, hoping that I'm blooming in all the right ways. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So oftentimes I think people get a little confused too in mission work because they're like, well, well, I have my own mission and, and how can anybody help me? Mm. <laughs> We're, we all activate each other. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. We all activate each other. Tell us a little bit more, Lisa, if you will, about how stepping into this piece of you really has changed your relationships and changed your life. Mm, yes, absolutely. Uh, well, I think the the big thing for me was embracing who I am. That was the first step, the, the whole self-love piece and the self-worth, because there was a lot of, um, you know, those limiting beliefs that I had to work through and burn through and accept that this is who I am and this is how I show up in the world. And naturally that then allows me to to see the relationships around me and the way i'm reacting to people and the way i'm being supported and i had come through um you know over a decade now so 11 12 years ago i came through a marriage separation and a divorce and a time in my life where all the relationships around me were crumbling and it was it was a tough time and i was probably out of at my lowest point uh, going through all that and having to rebuild and you know kind of hitting the age of 40 and going i don't know what i'm doing and here i am I've, I've got to start over and i'm i wasn't ready for this in any way um so yeah there were, it was a, a messy time and a, a time of real change and transformation that could have gone a, a whole other way than it did thankfully it, it did not <laughs> it actually was the beginning of this whole new journey um, and as they say, from the breakdowns come the, come the breakthrough. And that was certainly what happened for me. So as I journeyed forward and stepped into this version of me and discovered the, the elements of the law of attraction, univer the universal laws and the way we are so lovingly held and so lovingly supported, then we just need to access it and, and move in that direction all the things shifted around me and that included the relationships and i i manifested my soul partner my my new husband <laughs> and he was actually right under my nose all along which was it's another whole funny story but we won't go into the whole thing there suffice to say we had been friends for a long long time gone through our respective divorces and we're just on the path of creating things together but he was sort of like my big brother kind of you know like I love this person, but not in that way. And I was never going to get married again. I was like, no, been there, done that. That's not happening. And uh, yeah, things just kept happening over and over. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then he actually had a heart attack. And that was um, the devastation of that. And the fear of that was, oh my goodness, I could lose him and that would be it. And for him, it was very much when he, he realized he had a second chance at life, he was like, I'm going to live this to the fullest. I am going to make the most of every moment. I'm going to live with joy. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make 
my life count. And he went from being a very um, unhealthy person, <laughs> shall I say, and a very stressed person to uh, I've got to change my life. I've got to, to find balance again. And part of that was for him was like, I want to be with you and I'm not going to waste a moment because I could lose that. And so he did this big proposal at our house, at a housewarming party that we had in front of everyone. And we're all dressed in Mexican costume because it was a Mexican theme. And he had this big wig and this big sombrero and this big moustache. And he sang me this song because it was also my birthday. So I'm thinking, oh, this is lovely. He's singing a song for my birthday. And the next thing he's down on his knees and out comes this ring. And I'm like, what is happening here? And everybody's squealing. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And he actually said in his speech and he was crying, I was crying, everyone was crying. And he, he said, look, I've realized over this past year, you know, I've stared death in the face. He said, I don't want to miss any moments. So he said, I want to create this life with you and let's, you know, you're my best friend, let's do everything together. And boom, that was it. And it's it's been incredible ever since. And we've both been on this beautiful journey together a lot of spiritual awakening, a lot of cleansing, a lot of detoxing things from the past that had held us both back. So that in terms of relationships, that's been the biggest shift. That's been the biggest change. And then that just expands outwards, like with everyone else as well. And I just see now the beautiful people that have come into our lives, the changes that have happened for us. We moved across Australia from the western coast, like, well, we weren't in the coast, we were in the desert in a mining town, mm. um, which was quite a, a beautiful place, a beautiful community, but also quite a toxic town because being a mining town, there was a lot of toxicity in the air, in the soil. It was difficult to get fresh produce and clean water and to live a really healthy, balanced life, which was something, of course, we were both um, striving towards post heart attack because we became plant-based. We started eating plant food and whole food and exercising and, and we just wanted to shift what we were doing and where we were doing it. So we said, right, we're gonna make a whole new life for ourselves and start over. So we moved across here to Queensland and this is where one of those examples of, of the reverse manifesting happened because people said to us as we left Kalgoorlie, because we were earning really good money, he had a, an amazing job and loved his job and his colleagues. And people said, why are you leaving? Like, you've got everything here. You've got a beautiful home. You've got this job. And, and you know, why, why give up all of that wealth and all that, you know, like on the surface, how good it looked. And we kept saying... We're doing it because it's not about the money, it's about the lifestyle. We want the lifestyle. We want to change our lifestyle. And I look back now at the number of times we kept saying it's not about the money. <laughs> and we kept saying it's not about the money. And within a year of living here in Queensland, uh, we had the most incredible lifestyle. We had beautiful food, beautiful beaches, everything. And we ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we totally manifested that. Our word is our wand and it was so powerful. And, I, you know, I look back now and laugh because I said, you know, we called that in. We totally called that in and we didn't know then what we know now. And, you know, obviously the, the story has transformed since then, I'm pleased to say. 
because now it's always this or something better. And yes, we can have the lifestyle as well as the money because that's the energy that simply supports us to to be, do and have the things that we want. That's so Thank true. So much. All of that really resonated. I also ended up in a divorce situation in my 40s and uh, manifested a, a wonderful being of uh, soul love and all the juiciness that goes with that but we do I love that you said that our word is our wand um, there's a lot of old money stories since we're talking about that because I believe it's a big barrier uh, for a lot of mission workers too. A lot of people uncovering their soul light, a lot of healers, a lot of nurturers, a lot of people coming here to serve their purpose. And they do, they find themselves running out of money because of those stories that, that say you came here to do good. You don't have to receive, you know, it, it doesn't say it just like that, but you know, as a healer myself or a Reiki master, you know, there are times that people have expected, well, you're a healer. So just heal people. Mm-hmm. And yes. you know, there's that money. And I, ne- I didn't, you know, I, I'm worth my, my weight in gold. And so I'm going to ask for, to be compensated for, for the gift that rolls through my vessel because I do the work of keeping the vessel clean. Yes. So I deserve to have the the monetary energy move toward me so I can continue to serve in my soul's purpose and mission and shine my light. But you'll still see it with, like you said, the, the money stories of coaches and leaders that are just giving and giving and giving and uh, close to receiving because, you know, perhaps it was some of that foolishness uh, from years ago, um, striving, you have to strive. We have to, you know, we just have to keep being the giver. We have to do everything ourselves. We have to, to keep that ball in motion. And I remember it for, I must've been, I hit the ground running at 17, I left home. I, it was it had nothing to do with my relationships. My parents were loving and great. I was just a soul on fire, like mm-hmm. get me out of here. It's time to play the game. Uh, but I remember hearing myself say it probably two or three years into my corporate chaos. I'm going to have to work hard for every penny. And mm-hmm. I was willing to, but I felt that. I remember saying that, like, I'm going to have to earn every damn cent. And so I worked and I worked and I worked and I did pretty good because I just kept working, (laughs) you know, but that was my story. I'm going to have to work for every red cent and just like yours. Oh, I'm not worried about the money. It, It will show up one day when you discount the idea of money only because they've made us to believe that we should feel bad about asking for it. Mm. We feel bad about receiving it. We should feel bad if we talk about it, if we play with it, if we roll around in it. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is the energy. It is the energy of our prosperity. It's one of the many fingers of prosperity. Um, and I don't love that you ran out of money, but I love that, that you, again, another realization of my my words are my wand yes oh yeah it was a powerful lesson that's for sure (laughs) yeah i i too remember and i i work with my clients a lot with this um because the minute the minute that you see something or want something or desire something 
And for some of us still, it's that moment that, we're, you know, for me, it was an automatic response. I can't afford that. Mm. And it really wasn't that because I could. It was, it was the thought that I don't deserve that. Yeah. I don't deserve that. Why do I deserve that? You know, I, I've sat here in Sedona. Uh, I'm getting much better about it, but just driving down and seeing all this beautiful, it's one of the most energetic places here in the States. Um, and it's I on my list of places I want to come to. Oh, I love I'd love to see Sedona. you. Mm, come retreat with me. But yes. I, you know, I drive, I'm driving towards all this beautiful magic thinking, why am I so lucky? And I remember getting on with a dear friend of mine. She opened up Akasha. And um, it, it really awakens something in me. I don't have to ask why I'm so lucky. I just need to take credit for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to receive it. Just receive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thank you so much for sharing this, this magical part of your manifestation muse and, and how some of the parts of your life have have been equal to others and, and oftentimes I just like to talk about this because there are the smallest little nuggets of wisdom that come out uh, people can hear just the smallest piece and it changes their whole life trajectory hmm. and, uh, that's why I love to talk about this how people are doing it how people are standing in their mission how people are serving on purpose and receiving all the rewards for it because yes. we deserve to receive for, for giving our vessel to the collective. Yeah. And that's really what we do when we say, uh, I don't have to worry about the how or the why. I just have to say the when and, and the now. I just have mm. to be in the now and say what I want. Yeah, and exactly. Like the when and the how, that's somebody else's business. That's right. <laughs> that's not up to us. We've got to, we, as soon as we let that go and stop trying to control it, because as we're trying to control it, we're trying to box it into happening a certain way and by a certain time. And that just generates more frustration and anxiety. If we let that go and just go, what is it I want? And getting the now, like, which is just that that gratitude, that, that sense of I'm here right now. I don't have to worry about what's happening tomorrow. I don't have to think about what happened yesterday or five years ago or 10 years ago. Just be in the now, be in the moment, be present and be ready to receive. As we said before, like that, that's such a key piece, be ready to receive. And yeah, it's, it's just not our job to do the other stuff. It's such a beautiful piece of advice, Lisa. I really uh, am so glad that you said it. And I wanna share, I just wanna share what was moving through uh, for those that are listening and those of you that still have that little time bomb in your head, because I heard it my whole life too. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But however, that's tunnel vision because you're, you're just looking for the things that you planned and all the magic and all the mystery and all the miraculous abundance, you're missing because it's in the now. It's not in the uh, da, 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 A to B. It's in the now, it's in the relationships, it's in the people, it's in the experiences that are happening for you right before your eyes. And what I always like to say, my advice is to just simply seek value in everything that you see. You get to choose that. You get to choose whether you're going to see the value or the, the, the negative. You get to pick. 
And why not just see the value, see everything as a gift. Uh, and like Lisa said, receiving, um, it all started with that mantra for me, really when things, when things opened wide, like the whole, the whole world expanded for me when I started reciting this mantra. I am open to receive all that the universe has for me, period. Yeah, beautiful. Yes. And yeah. I would say it morning, noon, and night. My mantra now is, is the title of the chapter. Yeah. I am a fountain of joy and prosperity, <laughs> which is even more fun, but you have to be open to receive. Uh, Lisa, if you'll just share one more thing with us, one word that describes how it feels for you to lead in the golden age. Oh, I like that. One word. Oh, the word that's come up a lot for me in the past few weeks has been expansive. That's how it feels. It feels so expansive. And the more that I have been doing this work, the more I've been stepping up uh, into things that I have had on my vision board or had in my heart, like becoming a best-selling author. I actually wrote that on uh, when it was the 22nd of February. So the 22nd of the second 22 this year, I wrote a list of 22 things I wanted to manifest and becoming an international best-selling author was on that list. And now it's happened to me twice this year. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> you know, like, that was good manifesting. And like, not just once, but twice that has happened. So yeah, the word is definitely expansive because things just keep opening up and opportunities keep coming forward. And I keep getting to meet and connect with the most beautiful souls like yourself, you know, from around the world. And that is expansive too. It just fills my cup and I'm so blessed. So, so grateful. And it's, it's so easy, you know, mm. uh, yes. most of my last year was, was all about anchoring in for me and my clients, effortless expansion, effort yeah. that we yeah. don't, we don't have to do anything just like you say, but be right here in the now and just see it right before our eyes. The, the expansion is in everyone that we, we see and speak to and everything that's in front of us uh, is so valuable. Well, yes. I appreciate you so much, Lisa, for shining your light in the world, for sharing your gifts with the world, uh, for telling your story. As a publishing company myself, it's it's huge. Uh, it's a big deal for for those that are that are doing this, that are really stepping up on the platform and sharing their stories and these these books, these multi-author book projects. It's so powerful. And uh, I'm always so grateful to, to see and be amongst those that are doing this. We're living in the new energy. We are leading in the golden age in such a way that that is unfamiliar territory, but the most fun that I have had in this lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. And it just keeps getting better. <laughs> certainly does. Like Shirley says, I, I get it from Shirley, like what else is possible? Yes. What else is possible? Just bring it on. Exactly. Uh, tell the listeners, if you would, Lisa, what is one way, the best way to connect with you? I'll put some things in the show notes, but some people like to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Probably the best way these days, 
for now to, to connect with me, the, the place I hang out the most is usually Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram as well, but uh, probably not as active there yet. Uh, it's just a time thing. <laughs> I, need, I need to collapse time a bit more and, and spread myself out because I don't use a, a VA or anything like that at this point in time. I do everything myself. And I, and I love that because I love bringing my own energy in. So I'm on Facebook as Lisa Lorna Blair. I also have a Facebook group, a community called The Manifestation Muse, and people are more than welcome to search for that and join and tell, tell me that they heard about it here on the podcast so I know where they've come from. And in there, I freely share um, content and value all the time around manifesting, law of attraction, gratitude. We do little um, workshops together. Like we've just done a three-day money mastermind. We do gratitude challenges and ho'oponopono and things like that. So yeah, just to encourage and inspire one another. So we have a lot of fun there. <laughs> what a blessing you are to the world. Thank you. And so those of you that are listening that are saying, I'm ready, but I don't have my tribe, go join the group. Go yes. join the group and hang out in the room. Hang out in the room. Just start surrounding yourself with the things that you want to see in your life. Yeah. And Absolutely. soon enough, you will blink your eyes and everything that you desire will be right in front of you. Exactly. Mm. One of my other favorite little mantras is the Abraham Hicks, everything is always working out for me. And I use that a lot and I share that a lot in the group. Everything is always working out for me. Mm, I love that. I posted that the other day, not that specifically, but it's similar. It said, celebrate today. Everything is going your way. Yes. Yes. So Beautiful. true. So true. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you, listeners. Uh, always so grateful to have everyone in this space and place. So until we get the opportunity to share in this beautiful and collective energy, I say keep shining your light. Keep inspiring others in love and light and truth. Till we meet again, thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.